this podcast. I have bad words because my daddy says words like shit, damn it, and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. And welcome to the Detox Podcast. We are your host. Oh, no, hold on. Three, two, and one. Hello and welcome to the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts. Galan. Joe. And I am John. And this week, the dads talk about TV. We'll probably deviate into a discussion about Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix. Spoiler alert. Co- yeah. To spoiler, cut you off. Yeah. Totally. Major spoiler alert. <laughs> and then, of course, we will have the regular segments of Ask the Dads, Dad Jokes, Things to Check Out uh, as well. Guys, uh, let's find out first what the dads have been up to. So first, to my left, he was using the woman's restroom at Target years before the national controversy. It's gone. <laughs> I would just go to the wig section and dress. I want to dress in the wig and go into the women's section. No, yeah, I use I use the unisex restroom. bathroom. Even when I don't have my kid with me, I use like the family bathrooms. Do you feel guilty about that though? I do not because I'm dropping a deuce in private. Hashtag poo <laughs> privacy. <laughs> I was going to say, is it because you get more privacy and more room? So I do. I see. I get... So, okay. This is a confession. I get performance anxiety. If there's like if there's a urinal, I can't stand next to another dude peeing because I, I, I freeze up. What and about... I can't. Have you ever really? used one of those troughs, like at the old baseball stadium? I can't. Stadiums? I cannot. That, I don't like Those that. are the worst. Yeah. I, I will I wait like through seven or eight people for a urinal so that way I can pee in private. Because it's like, what if some, what if I make a funny face and someone judges me for my face? Like, well, what who if is I make, staring in that's your, what I was your eyes? I, I, I don't peeing. know. I don't know. But it's like, <laughs> it what if I like, like a very if, romantic scene? <laughs> <laughs> then you guys are both eating spaghetti and your mouths touch right as you're shaking it off. <laughs> you're peeing in some weird restrooms. My right? No, it's just, it's my own self-paranoia. So it's oh, like, I get like, right. what if my eye twitch is funny or something? So I just wait for the, the eye twitch. It's like, because you guys ever have like the, like, for lack of a better word, like hashtag peegasm, where it's like you get a, the, the shiver and a body. Oh, like, like a pee shiver. Yeah, where it's just, but it's like where your, your whole bladder's body. bladder's like high five, guys. Your, your, right. your whole yeah. body relaxes. Like, what if I get that and my eyes roll in the back of my head and I let, like, let out a slight moan? Oh, I can see why you might be self-conscious <laughs> about that. Actually, funny story. I was at work one time and, of course, where we work has like three urinals and five stalls. And I, uh, I thought I was the only one in the bathroom because I didn't check out the Hilton in the corner. And so I'm sitting there just being silly in oh, local you're radio. Referring, you're referring to the handicap <laughs> Yes. There's a lot of rules in the Hilton. Still. Yeah. yeah. That's like, so spacious. But it's, That's so I can spread my legs out that way. Um, anyway, so I think I'm the only one. So I go to the corner urinal and uh, there's a local radio station and they play a drop of one of the hosts going like, oh, geez. Oh, yeah. But it's like, because he's an old man and it's funny. So I'm just sitting there like peeing and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. And it's just in the corner, you hear this. <clears throat> and I'm like, awesome. I'm like, oh shit. So like, I did, I did, I did, no, I was, I was so embarrassed. I didn't even wash my hands. I went to like the, the common area and used the sink there with the soap. Yeah. I don't blame you. I would have oh, hot footed it out there too. Where people prepare their lunch. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So. So, uh, hashtag poo privacy. But yeah, no, yeah. Um, so, what have I been up to recently? I sprained my ankle um, a couple of Thursdays ago. 
Um, I was out jogging, you know, trying to not be a fat ass. And um, the, there's a local community college that has a path around the, like, it's like a one mile path. And the the grass next to the path wasn't even with the, the path itself. And so Ellie was kind of being a spaz and I was paying attention to her and just stepped off the uh, the path and just destroyed my ankle. That's And uh, yeah, so it's I've been kind of dealing with the after effects of that. Went to the doctor, they took x-rays and it's just a a grade one sprain or whatever, but I was wearing an ankle brace because my ankle hurts the most when I jog. And he was basically like, yeah, your ankle, uh, your ankle brace probably saved you from breaking your ankle. You cost me a surgery. Well, that's good. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but you know, and our, my health insurance, I've been happy to foot the bill. Wow. Yes. And he just, wow. he just, looked, <laughs> he just looked at me like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but I've been dealing with that and then prepping. Um, Whatever. He probably used that same joke five <laughs> oh, more times. I know. He was like, this is a good one. I'm going to file it away. <laughs> but uh, tonight, uh, so tonight being Saturday, it's, uh, we released this on Sunday, but uh, I'm running a 5K tonight. It's like you a just, foam you run. really Ooh. pulled back the curtain. I did there. pull back the curtain. But uh, I'm releasing, we're going to be running, we're running a 5K. I'm participating in a 5K. I'm walking my ass <laughs> off. Um, That's awesome. But it's like a foam run where it's like you run through and they have these, uh, like, it's, um, I guess, just oh, neon foam, foam like, or like whatever. Gonna... But it's like, oh, so, yeah, so at the end there's okay. like a, a like a big celebration and there's black light and everything. And oh, it's nice. supposed what's, to like stain your shirt. foam do? It like stains your shirt. You're supposed to wear a white t-shirt. Sure. So, so where do way. you get the LSD during Wait. all of this? I don't know. Because if I were ever going to try drugs, that would probably be the one time for me that I would try it. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Like foam, like bubbles. Yeah, and yeah. Like but, they, just but they have colors, colored bubbles. Have you not seen that on like Groupon? They're like foam five k run, and it's people like covered. Wait, wait in there this was. Stuff. A I feel like that was a dad question. You asking me if I've seen something on Groupon? <laughs> 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 no, Joe. I have never seen anything oh, on touche, Groupon. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well played. So, no, no, but that's awesome. I didn't even know that was a thing. It sounds fun. So as, as a fat, <laughs> for the walking part. As a fat ass, I can be like, I'm training for a marathon. Yes, totally. I am going to be a marathon. Look at me. But really, it's a 5K, which is like 3.2 miles or something. I think it's like 3.1. Are you, are you going to get one of those stickers, those oval stickers in the back yes. of your car that says 3.2? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm just so proud of myself. It's like I walk three three miles in a day just anyway because it's like that if you just walk like a normal and you work in an office and you walk at all you walk three miles a day it's like I'm, oh, cool. I'm looking for well no it's not cool because I'm being super lazy Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it's, it's different if you say like yeah dude I'm t- taking part in a 5k people are like oh well that's awesome good for you I'm like that's how much I walk in a normal day right. I do a 5k every day but this time you got to pay to be in one I did <laughs> I do is it oh. for a good cause or is it I don't think so it's for foam oh. It's and LSD. Yeah. yeah. It's for foam and LSD. Yeah. So and I, cool. I get to take my, but it's cool. We're going to take Ellie. Like, she's going to get to go, and she loves going walking and, run, and jogging with us or whatever. Can she, do you think she'll lap you? <sighs> if she had her way about it, yeah. Like, <laughs> just based on energy alone, that kid yeah. could, like, unlimited four year old energy. Right. Yeah. You know, like in, the, yeah. the, in Revenge of the Sith, I mean, let's try not to mention the prequels, but in Revenge of the Sith, where uh, Palpatine's like, unlimited power. <laughs> it's, uh, that, that's her, but she's like unlimited energy. She just, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yes, I made a prequels reference. Yes, I should burn in hell for that. I'm sorry. That's for all, all right. the nerds out there, I am so, so sorry. All right, let's move on. Over to my right. Uh, this week, he spent the entire week burning his entire collection of autographed Trump posters. It's Joe. <laughs> oh, man. After that health care bill didn't go through, I went, oh. You're like, that's the last that's straw. That's it. It's tremendous. That, that was it. <laughs> that, yeah, that was the thing. Oh. What's up, Joe? How's it been going? Oh. Well, uh, better than, you know, 
my week's been going better than Trump's, so that's <laughs> so not that's too good. bad. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> but, a good baseline. Uh, <laughs> no. um, Did you honk any truck horns? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. No, but uh, last weekend we took Sylvia to the FC Dallas game. So I like, I'm a big soccer fan. We go to the FC Dallas game pretty frequently. And we've taken her before uh, each year, and she's enjoyed it a little bit more each time. And then this time we took her, she loved watching the game. She loved the energy. She loved that she could scream with everybody and nobody got nice. upset and people were booing. I taught her to boo and she was <laughs> boo That's awesome. and then yay. Um, and then they won. They came from behind and won two to one. So there were fireworks and big oh, explosions. Awesome. She loved that. And then where we sit, my dad works for the team. So when we get tickets, they're with the friends and family of the players and so at first i was worried that she was going to be bothering some people but then she was so enthusiastic about the team and the game and everything that they just ate it up and they loved her and they were encouraging her to boo more and yell more and and chant and we got her to chant like fc dallas and she clapped and you know she was like a clap behind everybody but it was it was good so a typical texan right (laughs) but it was fun i should totally be like a big I should totally play music behind that where it's like, yeah, my dad works for the team and it's just play like the fancy like oh my lavish lifestyle. Oh, we can we can set up the, the Joe Bragg montage. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I might do a little bit of special editing just for that little clip and just put it real quiet underneath the, the That'd be amazing. Uh humble brag. Yeah. No, no but that's cool, man. Good. I think yeah. that's like one of the uh, that has to be one of the coolest things about being a dad is like if you're yeah. a sports fan passing on that on to your kid. Yeah. It was uh, it's been a lot of fun. So That's cool. Other than that, that's about it. It does remind me like it wouldn't cuz like my my, uh, my mom does like my grandmother did and so when the Cowboys are playing, she'll be like, "Go, go, get him, get him." <laughs> and it's like um, Ellie started doing that. She'd be like, "Go, go!" She has no idea. Third generation. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, there you go. Yeah. So it's it's That's really cool to be able to pass that on. Yep. That is cool. And and I'm glad that your daughter likes the best football team in the NFL. So John. Okay. Anyways, uh, is that it, Joe? Yeah. Oh, what have I been up to? Well, was it was that it, Joe? Oh, yeah. Was was it. Passing the torch to me. I don't know, man. I'm not a dad. Who cares? I'm I've been, sure, I've I'm been sure painting the... little toy soldiers. For, you know what, guys? My my uh, the Morn Mountain Marauders are almost done. My uh, Orc Blood Bowl team. So been working on painting those guys. Um, you know, had a margarita with one of my aunts last night. It was good times. It was good times. That's good. Can we play that lavish music underneath John right there too? <laughs> I'm gonna find some sort of weird orcish music to play under that. Cool, cool. I like it. Like drum beats or something. Right on. Well, um, guys, we will be back right after this to talk about television. Hey, this is Adam Nutter. And this is Greg Trout. Come check out our podcast, Nerds with Words. Adam and I talk about pop culture, comedy, comic books, movies, conspiracies. We're both comedians and we might make you laugh. Every week we welcome a guest from the entire spectrum of pop culture and science and comedy. You can follow us on Twitter at Nerds with Words 1. Hi there, these hawkers. Take out this dad story by Mike Winnells, a.k.a. the Everyday Gold Dad. So there are probably about a million different stories I can think of that kind of speak to how great fatherhood could be. There are probably a million similar stories that speak to how difficult it can be as well. But uh, one in particular that speaks out to me in terms of me and one of my kids at least, is how we have, um, we've always been a dad and daughter that, the duo that likes to write bedtime stories. So this is one way that we 
decided early on, I think she was three or four, that we were going to write some bedtime stories together. And we would spend night times basically looking at a at a cue card of a robot or a fish or something and coming up with stories that we could put together ourselves. And we'd sit and lie in bed and look at the ceiling and look at the card and come up with uh, ways that a square robot could learn to be a round robot or how a swimming robot learned to love the bubbles that it blew. And it was basically just a time for me and her to... Um, grow as a dad and daughter and basically just have some fun times together and so we probably wrote about 50 of these over time and then my youngest daughter joined in on the fun as well and it was great to see the uh, difference in creativity between the two and just to see where their minds went whenever we got to develop our own um, and one thing in particular that was an extremely touching moment for me as a dad was we at one point just uh, decided what we were going to do is um, publish our own book. So I looked up some self-publisher things. I found an awesome uh, student at the university I work at who was willing to illustrate the stuff, one of our stories for us. And we published a one green dinosaur um, story that we had written. And it was a story about um, a green dinosaur amongst a bunch of blue dinosaurs and the green dinosaur felt like the like they were the only one who could truly express who they were and I mean the subject matter alone was I really enjoyed putting together but what really stood out for me was the day that the book came to us and uh, opening it in the car and handing it off to my daughter and her seeing um, written by Mike and Leah Reynolds and kind of just watching the way that she smiled um, as she held the book that she helped write was one of those moments that you certainly will never forget as a dad and it's a picture that I still look back on today um, whenever I'm in a bit of a, a tougher mood and just looking for some of those moments where you think this is wonderful and I've actually done a really good job about this so having a set of books that I can see my daughter falling asleep with reading at night is pretty awesome we did publish another one that we wrote as well and who knows? Who knows how many more we'll publish from there, but we still write a few. And uh, that one memory of her seeing in print um, the book that she wrote was certainly a wonderful fatherhood moment. So guys, one of the greatest parenting secrets known to dads is if you need your kid to shut up for a while, you stick him in front of a television. <laughs> Disney Junior is awesome for that. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Sophia the First, what a PJ Masks, whatever. Like the, every single show on that, yeah, they're. So that, that's what I want to start out first, because we're going to get into some other stuff about what we like, and we're going to kind of focus on the S of a uh, detox podcast the stuff part of it today as we talk about um iron fist and then maybe some other shows that we enjoy but i was curious first to talk about how like what, what okay the ages of your kids four and two mm -hmm. is that what we're talking about? Yep. okay so i'm curious as to right now how you guys use television with your kids or what you allow what you don't allow um did that differ from the the way that you sort of uh envisioned it before 
before you actually had a kid. And really, and when I say television, YouTube, or you know, sure, whatever. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, who wants to who wants to start out? I'll, I'm going to set the line really, really high with what I allow my kid to do. Okay. So I'm going to like go ahead and, and Joe and set what's normal, and then I'm going to destroy that. Oh, okay. So Joe, <clears throat> Sylvie, she's she's two. Yes. How much does she enjoy <clears throat> watching television and? Like, sort of, what is the strategy or the boundaries you guys set up for that? So that's a good question. So when we started out, um, I know that there's a lot of people, and I can respect the the people that are very no screens, no TV, no anything until they're at least two. I think it is, or at least one, or I I, I believe it's two is what a lot of people have adopted as a style. Meaning, no screens, they don't have the TV on when the kids around, nothing before two. Um, Why is that? Uh, the thought is that. It will not. Oh, I knew this answer and I forgot. I believe I'm going to just botch this and someone's going to get mad, but whatever. Send your hate mail to detoxpodcast at gmail.com. Joe at detoxpodcast. Sure. But I believe the thought behind it is that they will not be so stimulated on it that it will. Like, I think the thought was if you expose them to a lot of TV and a lot of screens before they're two, that it's going to developmentally challenge them because they're not going to be motivated to go learn and explore and figure out new skills that they should have. They're going to just want to watch TV. So it's basically what happens to everybody anyways, but just younger. Younger, yeah. (laughs) And, And I believe the data for that is kind of split or kind of inconclusive because of how old technology is versus like how old people are, you know, like gotcha. this technology all the time is a very relatively new phenomenon. phenomenon. So people are trying to struggle how to, how to deal with it. So what we've done is we've not made TV a, a big thing like, Oh yeah, we're going to get to watch TV or we're going to turn it on. And we never go to that as the first thing we do. Okay. But so what do you guys do instead? Would you, so, Let's go play with blocks. Yeah, we'll play with blocks. We book. encourage a lot of play with toys with their Duplos. She loves her Duplos or coloring or going outside. And she loves to like kick the ball back and forth, uh, ride her wagon, ride her car that Galan gave us that used to be Ellie's. And she still misses that thing. Oh, no. She's so, she's so selfish. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those play school like red and blue that cars. Every, every, oh, like the cozy coop yeah, things. Yeah, 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 that yeah. like kids have had since yeah. like John and I were little kids. She mm-hmm. loves that thing. Yeah. So that's awesome. But uh so she loves doing all of these other things or going outside blowing bubbles, you know, all of the basic kid stuff she loves to do. And when she does watch TV, we're very careful in that. If she watches it, we'll say, like, say she likes Curious George and Daniel Tiger and a bunch of other shows, but those are the two main ones that she likes. Okay. So within each of those episodes, there's two 15-minute stories. You know, it's so like a 30-minute right. episode, two 15-minute ones or whatever it is. So we'll say one, you can watch one George or one Daniel Tiger, depending on where we are and what's going on. Sometimes we'll say you can watch two. And that's, you know, a full regular episode. So is that basically just based off of, like, what time you guys need? Well, I mean, kind of. Like, we we don't use it as a babysitter. We usually try and watch it with her so we can see what she's watching. But but it's the same. So it may just be the time that's available for you guys to sit there and watch a show with her. Yeah, and and sometimes it is nice to say, I'm going to put this on. You can watch this while I clean up dinner or I clean up whatever it is. And so we... We try and make a point to let her watch it only for a certain period of time and not just have it on because we want her to go and do other things. 
but I don't have a hard stop at it's just going to be one or it's just going to be two or whatever it is because I feel like if I have hard limits on myself, that's going to make things kind of inflexible later on as she gets older. And I'd rather have flexible rules now that can change with her as she gets older and she's responsible and can choose to watch it and choose to go do other things without me needing to intervene and turn the TV off and on. Okay, that's interesting. So, If that makes sense. Yeah, so... Let let me ask you uh, this: Do you uh, and or your wife? Do you guys um, do you judge other parents for any reason for the way that they use television? No, with their kids? <clears throat> not okay. at all. I did before I was a parent. Um, I thought when I would see people at restaurants and I'd see a kid with a phone or an iPad watching TV being quiet, minding their own business, you know, behaving. I used to think, oh, that's awful that they're just sticking them in front of an iPad. But now I'm like, no, there's been times where I've pulled out my phone because she won't calm down and I will put on a Curious George and she will calm down and watch it. And I'll tell her, you can watch this until we're in the car. And then that's it. And it, you know, sometimes is the difference between her throwing a huge fit and us having to leave somewhere or calming down. And then when it, and then she knows how to turn it off. So she actually is at the point sometimes where she will be done and will hit the lock button and hand it back to me and then be in a better mood. <laughs> That's cool. She's so, like, thanks. That Curious George really recharged me and I'm right. ready to have an adult conversation <laughs> right. with you now, Dad. So, yeah. <laughs> but seriously, it's been nice to have that. So. I don't, cool. I don't judge other parents and I, See, I was, I was hoping for some real like strong judgments right before we like <laughs> throw it over to Galan to see what he does, but that's cool. I was, I was trying to start some show drama. I know. I know Hashtag I know. dad drama. That's going to come later today. I think. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> okay. So, so Galan, uh, what do you guys do and how is it, how is it alike or different than, than what Joe and his <clears throat> wife do? I mean, we, we essentially, if we're watching a show, we let Ellie watch it, which means that she's watched, you know, we've watched the <laughs> Disney awesome, shows. Actually. We've watched, uh, you know, she's watched the the series Yes, Make Fun of Me, but we've watched, she's watched Bones, which has some mm-hmm. pretty, gra- you know, graphic stuff on there. She's you haven't watched, mentioned my favorite nope, one that she's watched. I'm, I'm getting to that. But, but you know, you're, she's, you're she's trying to make her be a forensic anthropologist. Yeah. I like it. She's, she's watched things like Girl Meets World. We watched that. But then the, the, the shocker that most people get is that she's watched The Walking Dead and likes The Walking Dead. I yeah, love that. Before this series, before the season, like we, we don't watch anymore because this series, this season just started out with such a. Yeah. Such a Beat. bang? Well, it, 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 I was going to say, it, it almost beats you over the head, but uh, that's uh, like, uh, but yeah, so it's like, we, we had no problem, like, she wasn't, she was okay with it, and, the, and and part of it, when I was a kid growing up, you know, it's like, I was, I was not allowed to watch, like, crazy stuff like that, so it's like, when Thriller came out, like, the video, the music video for Thriller, like, I was scared to death at the werewolf, because it's like, Shit, Michael Jackson turned into a werewolf and like oh, Michael down. Jackson can turn into a werewolf. Anybody can. Yeah, so I remember like, seeing American Werewolf in London when I was a really little kid. Oh and, wow, and that freaked me out. Well, like, yeah. even then, like Ghostbusters, like freaked me out, like because oh, of yeah, like, like the dogs when... and stuff. And, oh and, yeah, and, and and so it's like I'm like, well, if she grows up with it, then she's gonna be more accustomed to it. It's gonna be normal. We tell her it's like this is not real. Zombies or not, it's like we show her. Sometimes we'll even show her like the actors and like this is what the actor that played the like the, that, the zombie. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. I also think, like, like, do you think, because I know she's a big Minecraft fan, yeah. and so, like, do you think that that makes it a little less scary for well, she her knows the zombies? She knows the difference. She knows that Walking Dead zombies are Walking Dead zombies, and Minecraft zombies are not as graphic, so it's like, she's, she she differentiates the two. That's cool. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's I mean, part of it is she's, she zones out when she's watching an iPad or, you know, like, the YouTube channels and stuff like that. She totally, 
zones out from all that. So it's it's a concern. But at the same time, it's like, you know, there was a, an HBO series from years ago that probably most of our listeners don't remember, but it was a series called Dream On. And essentially it was, I think the actor's name was Brian Binbin. And I don't, like, I don't remember yeah, that. he grew up basically like the premise was like he grew up watching TV. And so like when he was going through his adult life, it would flash back to different clips of TV shows. Oh, okay. And that so he related to, yeah. So it's like, it is kind of, it, it, it showed just how invasive TV has been, but I, I grew up watching TV and eventually once I got, I don't know, the high single digits, like my grandparents had cable and they just let me watch whatever. So I was like, I was watching Skinamax at like 11. So it's like, I mean, it's like TV is normal to me. And so it's like, it's such an ingrained part of my life that, and, and it's cables, even 500 channels of bullshit. It's like cables even gotten even worse. I'm like, <laughs> hashtag. Yeah. My, 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 I, I need, I need Ellie to, to be a part of it. But it's like, if she gets into a show, like for example, and, and again, it's, it's, my Little Pony is, has its own following of, of dudes that are, are into My Little Pony, but it's like I've watched Let's a handful. Let's not talk to those dudes. You know, do you, think we have, do you think we have any bronies that listen to us? Brony dads? Possibly. But it's hashtag like, brony dads? I, I'm just going to keep saying, annoyingly say hashtag before everything I say. I've, uh, I've watched, you know, I think I've watched almost a season of My Little Pony just because like, I want to know what she was watching. I need to know sure. like what message sure, is, that, is, that, is that cartoon show. And actually it's... They actually have a story. It's almost like Transformers and He-Man and all like the, the newer editions that came out in 2003, whatever. They actually have stories to them besides selling toys. So they're they're like arcs. Yeah, and it's like it's it's real. I'm like I'm like holy crap, this is kind of entertaining. And but there's like there's kid lessons in there too. And so that's the thing with like the Disney shows. There's like Sophia the first. She's a princess. It's like she was a commoner and becomes a princess. But she's like she tries. She doesn't act like a princess. There's always little life lessons. And so as long as there's something of value. For her to take and then we can say it's like oh hey yeah you know it's like Sophia realizing that she was ignoring her friends and treating her friends differently it's like I'm cool with that but it's like if there's no value in like some of the YouTube channels that she watches I'm like eh. yeah that was gonna be yeah. my other question is like because because I know she is also like a master of YouTube or whatever and I, I want to yeah. know like how did that develop and are you cool with how that's developed or would you have done anything differently um yeah, that could be a whole episode on its own. But, I mean, essentially, like, she just found channels that she liked watching. So, basically, you guys and, would say, like, here's a video you can yes. watch, and you would find something, hand it to her. And then she went on an adventure of her own. and ended Through, up like, finding, suggested videos yes. and things? Okay. And then, even if we clear our history, she knows how to use suggested videos to find them. And so, <laughs> it's it's, awesome. it's crazy how kids can navigate YouTube. And part of it's, I mean, it's, it's again, a, a separate video of, like, the invasion of of privacy almost of like data gathering and stuff like that. But it's like Google knows the watch history of the profile that signed in and it's still going to show suggested videos, even if you clear your search history. Um, but you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's, it's something that Teresa and I talk about from time to time to make sure that we're still on the same page. And I figure as long as, as parents are having that conversation of, you know, and they're on the same page of their parent, of their kids, TV and, and app usage, then, you know, there's there's no harm in that. It works for your potential family unit. It may not work for family B, but if it works for you, then then great. Yep. Um, now, most parents aren't going to let their kids watch Walking Dead, but my <laughs> kids no worse than where for it. No worse for where. Yeah, it's funny. Like she's my goddaughter, so I'm just like amazed at everything she does, and I'm like, that's awesome. Like whatever, yeah. like like even if good or bad, I'm like, she's really cool. She's- <laughs> but but at the same time, it's like I think at this this is the time where at, by five she'll be able to watch. I've, I talked to to John about this the, earlier this week. It's like she'll be watching Ghostbusters and Back to the Future oh, and some I'm of these so, like I'm so looking some of these that. movies that I've grown up watching that I have a, a huge soft spots for that have stood the test of time. 
And I think that because of, of her TV watching stuff, she's ready for that before I was. Sure. You know, and it's like, I can't wait. I can't wait to share those four with her. And again, these are I'm I'm mentioning like things that could be completely like whole episodes of their own, like sharing the movies that we love with our kids. Um, sure, you know, and it's like uh, episode eight comes out this year, and it's like we're gonna have a Star Wars marathon. At least I hope that she's gonna watch four, five, six, seven, and maybe even Rogue. I don't know, Rogue One's a bit. She just machete cut her right at the beginning. I'm not I'm not introducing the prequels into my household, sir. Oh, okay, you're not even okay. That's no, cool. well, maybe, maybe one. So day. Rogue One, the original trilogy. Maybe, maybe Rogue One. Like okay. I think Rogue One's a little too bleak for a four year old. It's pretty maybe five year old just because yeah. of, of what happens in it. But it's definitely. Good, but yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. four, five, six, seven, <clears throat> and then that way she can go with us to opening weekend of, of episode eight. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, which again, whole other episode. Right. But so okay. I think what, right now we'll uh, we'll take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about Iron Fist and things like TV shows gone bad and who knows what else TV. Like TV is a, a passion that I think all of us share. Yep. So yeah, I think, we're going to get into the stuff part of detox and yeah. just, I mean, I mean, two out of three of us are dads, but we're just going to throw those kids aside yep. and uh, so indulge. Going forward, at this point forward, it's all like adult stuff. Adult stuff. <laughs> Wow. Sultry. <laughs> I should stop ending segments. Boilers. Yeah, this is a spoiler alert, guys. We're going to talk about Marvel's Iron Fist series that is currently streaming first season all of it available on netflix i thought you came back saying boilers and i'm like what oh, oh spoilers yes. spoiler yeah i didn't want to interrupt john that's I'm okay like, no that's well thank you i appreciate it. you're very considerate you're i wait till you were done <laughs> guys we're all kind of nerds that's I mean, an understatement of yeah, the year yes. we all like comic books and comic book movies and and all that stuff we grew up with all that stuff this is true so we just wanted to take a, a, a segment to talk about Iron Fist. Did you like, to today, Junior? Are you laughing at my stuttering? No, I'm just ready to get rolling with this. So, like, yeah, no. you guys have a lot. I, I know you guys oh. have some hot sports opinions oh. on this. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I do yet, but I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say about it, and I'll, I'll chime in because <laughs> I. So I, I heard John that you really liked it. Well, let, 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 let's set up just a little bit in case okay. someone's living right. under a rock. Let's, let's back up. So okay. it, it's hard to live under, even if you're living under a rock, it's hard to not be aware of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Where there are like, probably you know, dads out there that are like really busy with their actual responsibilities. And not and, going out and seeing like the five different Iron Men's and the four <laughs> different Thors. And yeah, all that the, stuff. The 90 Hulk movies or whatever. But anyways, go so ahead. So, it's go like, so essentially like they, they you know. Marvel has set up a huge thing. Um, Infinity Wars is coming out, which is like the culmination of all these different Iron Man, Thor. Um, shit, who's the other pe- the the other person? Captain America. Captain America movies. Like, there's right. just a ton of movies. The Guardians of the Galaxy. They're going to be right. part of it. And then, of course, Netflix has a few series where they have Daredevil, which is very, very different and much better than the Ben Affleck Daredevil of years right. ago. Oh, even, no contest. Even yeah, even, yeah. even the director's cut, which is better. Yeah. It's still <sighs> it's still miles. They, I love Ben Affleck. You know, but that movie was they, terrible. You know, like Street the Daredevil God. series actually humanized the character of the Punisher and presented a Punisher. Oh, as I like, loved it. Is it like, okay, oh, so growing up, like Punisher was my guy. Those yeah. were the comics I always was most, drawn to. Most kids liked Wolverine. John liked the Punisher. I loved the Punisher. So 
season two of Daredevil when Punisher gets involved, I thought it was amazing. Yep. John Bernthal did a really good job. Which, John Bernthal loved The Walking speaking Dead. Speaking of watching yep. Walking Dead, I hated him in Walking Dead. I too. actually hated that actor. Me too. And so when he was announced... Oh, I hated the, the character, but I thought he did a great job. When he was announced, I'm like, oh, this is going to be shitty. It's going to be another shitty Punisher, yeah. except for Thomas Jane was actually a really good Punisher. I he actually really Punisher loved the movie. So that's a, that's the thing. Like that that Punisher movie with Thomas Jane, like I loved him, but unfortunately yeah. it was like it was post nine eleven, so yeah. they took yeah. it out of New York. It was mainly focused on Miami. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was but it's, but it was also based on one of my my favorite Punisher series of all time was like Welcome Home Frank or whatever by Garth Ennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they like based a lot of that movie off of that Garth. Ennis I did story not realize one. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like all the like like when he goes and stays in that uh in apartment, that apartment. Yeah, it, yeah, all yeah. those people and the Russian that comes in, the big yeah. guy that comes in yeah, to fight yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. All of that stuff was from Welcome Welcome Home Frank or Welcome Back oh, Frank or whatever. Which is basically Marvel got Garth us to basically reboot that series after a really stupid storyline where like Frank Castle died and became God's hitman uh, and had a trench coat <laughs> where he could just the... reach inside and pull out any weapon he oh, wanted, which is God. which is so comic so book, so comic booky. I know, yeah. But, it, but anyway, so it's like you know, so like they they humanize the character of, of the Punisher and actually like oh, make Daredevil him. It's amazing. Too. Like pulls yeah. at your heartstrings. It's awesome. If you haven't watched Daredevil, you should. Then they had Jessica Jones, which was uh-huh. a very different a deviation. It, it was, was a, it was a noir private yeah. detective story, and I like the way they presented it because she was a former superhero who gave up being a superhero after she was manipulated by a villain for so long. And by she, the way, played by David Tennant. So yeah, Doctor Who nerds fans. out there. Yeah, Dude, like, I love David Tennant. Also Tenet Harry in Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, I forgot that yeah, he was in that. Yep. He's a triple nerd. He's yeah. yeah. Wow, he's hit like, the highlights. Like, like my brother and I would do this thing where we're like we're like, oh, that person's a double nerd. They've been in whatever, like yeah. Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Well, so then you get things like uh, you got like Ian McKellen, which is like the king of all nerds because oh, yeah. he's been in. He was in the Beauty which, and the Beast movie. Well, actually, by the time we get to Iron Fist, we'll talk about a couple of double nerds and triple okay, nerds. Right. Cool. But yeah. yeah, no, Jessica Jones was really good, yeah. and she. It's a very like I'm a huge fan of like the old noir private detective stories yeah. and movies, and totally. so they shot it in that style and they. Did a very good job of like kind of hiding her powers and just telling, making it very character driven. Uh-huh. Yeah, but when I she agree. did use her powers, it was big, and that was again totally different from Daredevil, but right. also yep. very good in its own way. And so, and, and then of course you had Luke Cage, which yes. and, and we're mentioning uh-huh. all of these because what, what what's happening is is the Netflix universe, the cinematic universe of Netflix, is they're they're working up to their own team thing where it's what's called right. the Defenders, which has Daredevil. Um, Jessica Jones, Iron, or, uh, Iron Fist, which is the, what yep. we're going to talk about, and Luke Cage, which was yep. the third series that came out. And, like, you know, Luke Cage was a very different show again. It, right. it, it, it talked about, like, Harlem, and and it talked about, you know, kind of addressed some, like, the exploitation kind of right. movie stuff like that. It was it was very cool to, to draw from that kind of stuff from, like, the 70s and early 80s. Right. And, you know, it had the, I, I, it would butcher his last name, but he just won Best Actor for Moonlight. It's something oh. Ali... Muhammad Ali or something like yes, that. Yes, yes, he pl- like, yeah, he yeah, played he a character in that. In he, that. He, he was fantastic. And he in was that awesome too. in that. Yeah. And so what did he play in that? He played Cottonmouth. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's and there's great. like and this so. iconic image of he's got a, a big infamous portrait of of Biggie Smalls yeah. in yeah. his office where he's got the crown. And there's a scene where Cottonmouth he like the actor as Cottonmouth leans forward to talk to somebody and he's shadowing he's covering Biggie's head but he's got the crown like. Yeah. It looks like the crown's positioned on him. That's an iconic image from the Luke Cage series, and it was yeah. amazing. Yeah, but you know, and, and oh, really? So you're a big Luke Cage fan? I am. Okay, yeah. I liked yeah. Luke Cage, and I, I didn't finish Jessica Jones only because it was it was spoiled by some 
douche nozzles at work. It was also Jessica Jones did kind of develop pretty slowly. Yeah, I thought I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But this was like, yeah. but I liked all the, I liked all of the Marvel series so far, and that would brought me to Iron Fist, which I remember him from. I think it's Ultimate Spider Man. It's like the cartoon Spider Man. Yeah, he where was, it's like yeah, he was in that. And the biggest thing that Iron Fist is known for is in the comics he used to pair with Luke Cage. They used yeah, to be Power right. Man and Iron Fist. Yeah, so they, they were. were they that's were, how I knew him. Yeah, and, and I didn't read a lot of comics with those guys growing up, but I knew of them. Right. But it's like the, the voice actor in that played Iron Fist in that Spider Man cartoon played Iron, or played Michelangelo in like the newest Nickelodeon Ninja okay. Turtles. So I'm like, I like the voice actor. Like he just has kind of a distinct voice for me. So I was really looking forward to Iron Fist, and it came out. I'm like, holy crap, I missed it. So I was like, I binged it. I missed that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I started binging it in the middle of the week. And I'm like, and then John was like, yeah, I've been watching Iron Fist, and Joe's like, I watch an Iron Fist, and John and Joe kind of had differing opinions i'm like i'm like all right we have our topic for episode seven so hashtag dad drama it's coming up so iron fist it dropped on let's see the 24th so it was dropped on the 17th of march so it's really new of march 2017 in case you're listening to this in the future because you can't get enough of the detox podcast so this is so definitely you know the the fact that it's been out for a week and a day that's you know or two days by the time this drops it's a you know massive spoilers if you haven't watched it then Tune out now. There, I'm right. actually going to go through when we release this. I will put in the iTunes description like where this discussion takes place so that you can skip it. Yeah, uh, because yeah, because you don't want to miss ask the dads dad jokes or things to yeah. check out. Right. I can yep. promise you that. Yeah. But but the three of us, we, we're all we all try to be very mindful of, of Baseless spoilers. Promise. I don't know yeah. how awesome those segments are going to be. Just just trust me. Yeah. But it's you're like, gonna want to come back. You're gonna want to come back. We don't like think, we don't like spoiling things for people. We don't like no. having things spoiled for us. So right. you know, definitely, I don't know how many times we can say spoilers. But at the end of Sixth Sense, you do find out Bruce Willis is gay. <laughs> not, I mean, I feel like that movie's not, been out long enough. That not, we can, not quite. Did I misunderstand? No, that? I, think, <laughs> yeah, I think you totally missed. I, I misread the, uh, the heavy-handed <laughs> reveal at the end. No, which, but, by the way, that movie recently made me tear up. I want to say also, spoiler alert, so we're going to talk about Iron Fist, obviously, but we also might reference back like we've already done to the other Netflix Marvel series and talk about what happened there. So also, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen any of those, (laughs) you might want to just pause, go binge it. Go watch five seasons of television and and then then come come back back. to this episode. Actually, I guess that would, yeah, that's five. I can't do math right now. That's okay. It's all right, man. I was like, no, that's five. You said five. You said five. Yep. So... Iron Fist tells a story, to, to summarize, tells a story of a character named Danny Rand. Danny Rand. Who basically... <laughs> That's what he always says. He's like, yep. I'm Danny Rand. I'm Danny Rand. Sorry. But yeah. it basically get, gets into a plane over. crash with his parents. It, it's almost like the, the Batman-esque like, parents. You know what it is almost exactly? And what? I had a coworker appointment this out to me this week. It's the Marvel version of Green Arrow. Yes, it is. It's absolutely oh, wow. like Arrow. He gets dude. crashed, ends up on a foreign... With his family. With his, his family, family dies. Parts yep. of his family die. And he survives on an island in East Asia... Yep. And gets trained to be a fighting machine. Yep. And but then comes not, back. Not even an island, like a, a mystical, like, parallel He gets trained. And oh. yeah, yeah, comes and then, back and has to reclaim his company. Right. And then is like a billionaire, you know, has to show everybody, no, I'm not really dead. I'm here. And then exactly. I'm going to strike vengeance. He's and, like the close combat arrow. Yes. And then, and then, <laughs> and then every five minutes, like, but I'm a billionaire. Yeah, I'm a billionaire. But, but no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a monk, and but but and it's like I've been taught not to worry about worldly possessions. But I'm a billionaire. I'm a billionaire. I'm Danny Rand. Danny Rand. Oh, you guys are gonna make me not like this. <laughs> that was my goal at the end of this episode. Probably. 
So, but anyway, okay, so, so, anyways, like, yeah, ahead, so he, he, you know, he, he, his family dies. He, he gets trained by mystic things, and he comes back and goes to like a yeah. So it's mystic monks from heaven, one of the seven cities of heaven. Yep. So like Kunlun, Kunlun, Kunlun. I'm from, totally. He says it's so fucking weird. And like, about about a million times. Like everybody says Kunlun like Kunlun and it doesn't sound weird but he's like Kunlun Kunlun Kunlun. I'm like, like, like you're from, it's like you're from what? Now? It sounds dirty the way it's you like, say he, it. Danny. Like, it's I'm Danny like, Brand from Kunlun. It's almost like he's trying It's like a Texan that's like it is. Oh, I'm going to say I'm going to say tortilla but I'm going to try to say it like or like some crazy Spanish word but I'm going to try to say it like a Spanish person would say it with a Spanish accent yes. and just get offensive. Jalapeno. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't, didn't, a steak. Wait, isn't isn't uh, Finn Jones British though? He is. Yes, well, that's why he says. So, it's so, so here's weird. the interesting thing. So Finn Jones. Yeah, dude. but like every good actor is British. Like everyone we <laughs> see in American television show, we're like they're pretty good. Yeah, from from England, right? Yeah. So here, or here's randomly the thing. So, Canada. So yeah, the, yeah. the random connection is is Finn Jones. If you aren't aware of who that is, if you've watched Game of Thrones, which if you haven't, that's shame on you. That's one of the best TV shows ever. Agreed. He played Lyris Tyrell, so <laughs> yes. it's like he played. It was the Knight of Roses. Oh, spoiler yeah. alert! Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert! I'm not spoiling anything about Game of Thrones. He just, okay. he oh, played okay. Lyris Tyrell. So I like, am. No, I'm just kidding. I won't do it. So that's Tyrell, that's yeah. where he, you know, so you'll know him from that. It's like so when right. you see that picture a little bit longer that's hair. That's where I knew him from. So yeah. once again, okay, double nerd. Yeah, double nerd. Yeah. So Danny Rand two, is a double nerd. Yes. Two massive things. He was, you know, he plays a, an interesting role in that movie. Yeah. So it's like he, he was in that. So it's like, I'm like. I'll, he's I'll, the hero I'll, of our story. Yeah, I like. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's the star of. He is. He is Danny the Iron Rand. Fist. He is the Iron he's Fist. The Iron Fist. Yeah. You have. The uh, I am the Iron Fist. I am. You have because uh, I'm telling you, basically, me basically in this world, the Iron Fist is a person that in this city of Kunlun or Kunlun or whatever that is one of the seven cities of heaven. Yes, which is like this martial arts teaching monastery, basically. Right. Okay, so like they have this power called the Iron Fist that one warrior has at a time. So when that Iron Fist dies, it, they have some sort of contest or trial to determine who that power will select as the next Iron Fist. Well, and and, and that it. Iron Fist is supposed to be the protector, the protector of, of Kunlun, yeah. as well as the sworn enemy of the Hand, which we've already seen in the Daredevil, Daredevil series. Daredevil, yeah. Oh. yeah. Now, we're kind of jumping all over the place. Do we want to start kind of at a chronological space, or do we just want to sure. hit hot topics? Like, what do we want to do? Fair enough. Go ahead. Take, take us through the chronology, if you want. So, I, I told... So... I'll start with this. I fell asleep at some point during every episode. Wow, really? <laughs> yes. You fell asleep 13 times? Yes. Okay, well, I can imagine why you would not like it very much. I, I always went back and rewatched the part that I slept through. So, so oh, okay. I guess wait, wait. To, 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 to highlight the highlight top, so essentially, I mean, from the, the gist of it is we have Joe on more or less the, the lesser side, like liking mm-hmm. it less. We have John more or less on the, at least from when I last time I talked to him, more on the, I really enjoyed this. Sure. And then, of course... I'm in the middle. Like, isn't I, that I, your preferred position? It is in the middle. Yes. <laughs> if, if we had a human centipede, I would definitely be in the middle. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So it's you know, so it's interesting, and that's what prompted me to want to discuss this. Yeah. Is so and so anyway, just, just to set that up, Joe necessarily didn't, John necessarily did, and I was kind of somewhere in between. I texted Galan after watching the second episode and said, "I'm frustrated." What, what did I say? I said, "I'm frustratingly mad at how not good Iron Fist is." That's so, what I said. That's wow. the exact weird. Text. You made you made your judgment really soon. I'll say, I, I'll say, I'll <laughs> say this. So, so essentially, like the first three episodes are essentially intru- introducing you to the character of Danny Rand, right? And then his struggle to legitimize himself as the sole heir of 
of Rand. So the, the, the whole thing is there's Rand. Eh, in, there, not even though there, there's there's, not... there's Rand Industries, which is like right. this mega huge corporation worth billions. There's you that know like, his father and Faramir both work to yes, grow Fer- into a billion dollar corporation. Yeah, speaking of another double nerd, so Faramir nerd, of yeah. Lord of the Rings fame was in this. I forget the dude's name, actor, but he was in. He was really in, good. Yeah, he was in yep. this. So it's like he he played a character named Harold Meacham. So it's like him and Danny Rand's dad. I can't remember Danny's dad's name for the life of me. Um, but it's like, actually a minor character for as, yeah. as much significance he had in the story. Seriously. Yep. So it's like they they had this huge company worth billions. And Danny's trying to come back and like um, Harold. He's fifty one percent owner of this company. Harold's kids are like the prime are like the heading the company. So it's like the Meachams. Danny grew up with them. So you get this kind of story. By the way, Harold Meacham's supposed to have died yep. thirteen years before yep. or something. Some of cancer, but uh, he's not dead. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get to that in a second. Okay. So it's like so basically like Danny Rand's kind of like fighting with the 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 Meachams. Um, which, by the way, kudos to the actor that played Ward Meacham because holy he's shit! Great. Like, he, what's he, he from? Dude, he's he not familiar. He's not, he, like he's I, I, IMDb'd him. Like he's really a nobody. Hasn't done much? Okay. And it's like oh, he's really good. Job, like yeah. yeah, his arc and that he's one of the bright spots. But essentially, like Danny comes and he's like, "Yeah, I'm your like childhood friend, Danny. Like I, I was a monk in Kunlun, but so, so like we're it, friends and like you know me and, and, and like we don't know you, dude. You everyone died. hates him initially for yeah. some unknown reason because the character's <laughs> completely uncharismatic. Yeah, he just he just shows up out of nowhere and is like, "Hey, everybody, it's me. I'm not dead. Take What's my up? word for it. Let's hang out." And everybody's immediately suspicious, rightly so. Well, yeah. it's, it's like you, you find out like there's there's like some sort of company acquisition going right. on. So, so they think he's like a corporate like, spy, an opportunist that's right. trying to get yeah. something. Here's one thing, just that I want to address real quick, is that this is why I actually found this character of Danny Rand to be kind of endearing because. At the beginning, for as as much of a <laughs> what? Yeah, it's it's for much of a skilled. I want to hear this. Like fighter that he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be like this amazing fighter. To me, there was a naivety about him that that made him endearing. That's why I so I liked okay, him. so so I will say this. So there, I, I've read I've read something. So I've been kind of following like people's opinions online, like on Reddit and stuff like that, trying to figure it out. And people talk about essentially you have this kid that was. Ten or eleven, when he when he quote unquote died, he disappeared. Right. He was supposed to be and, ten, and then he goes into yeah. some monk monastery, and it's like for fifteen years. And so it's yes. like he in comes heaven. Out, yeah, yes. so it's like he comes out. So he has what, no idea how to basically live in the regular. Agreed. world. He doesn't know how the like, regular world works. He just, exactly. Um, so I'm like, I'm, when when I read that, I'm like, okay, that's a really good point. But they don't explicitly they don't, bring that up no. until like episode. I texted you the other day, eleven yeah. or twelve. Yeah, when they, he's talking they, they to bring, Gal. They, they bring it up like way. well, I mean, you, you realize it earlier on than that. I think. if he was a better actor, he, you could. He just doesn't explicitly address it until then. But like, but like, I think I mean, you know that he spent fifteen years away in this monastery learning how to be the Iron Fist, essentially. And, and, and I think most TV shows that handle like, oh, I've been away for fifteen years. It's like, oh, like. Oh, the internet's a thing. Oh, smartphones are a thing. But it's like they understand the basis of human human interaction. Yeah. And, and granted, I, I just think it's like I think the casual TV goer is not going to catch on to that. No, they're well, not going to get that. The other thing is he, he. What you have to know is like he comes back. He basically sees what was it Robert Meacham or Harold Meacham? Well, Harold Meacham. Harold Meacham and his two kids. He sees them as a, essentially his only surviving family. Yeah. They don't view him the same way. So he definitely right. has some assumptions that don't play out in reality yeah. there. Yeah, that's that and that's very true. That's true. But he I just felt that Finn Jones the actor and it came to light because Galan even mentioned that Finn Jones admitted he only had like 3 weeks to prepare for the role. Yeah. Right? So it felt it came off the screen to me 
that Finn Jones was struggling to figure out how to convey the naivety Danny Rand has because he's essentially a 10 year old interacting with all of these people. You know, yeah. he has the maturity of like a 10, maybe right. 12 year old, but, but because he it felt like he hadn't been with the role long enough to really understand his, his identity and how to then show the audience how to be that way. It just felt like he was making stupid decisions and he was, <laughs> but it, it didn't really give us the viewer or the casual viewer an explanation until later. So I, it was really frustrating and it was hard from my perspective to really buy in and want him to do well. I really just wanted him to fail. And I was like, this is the wrong reaction. So, so here's, here's something that I texted Joe and, and this will kind of help skew my, or put my opinions in, into context somewhere in the middle of it. I'm like, this feels like oh, yeah. daredevil. Whereas like daredevil, uh, Matthew Mur- Matt Murdock was not daredevil yet. And it's like I right. get this that he has the powers of Iron Fist, right. but he's not Iron Fist yet. He but, di- right. He's ex- he doesn't understand exactly like the pragmatic right. meaning of like what that means or who he should actually right. be. And so he ends up kind of talking about that later on. He's like, I don't right. know what I sh- what I need to be, but it's like they don't come out and say that. But it's like there were multiple times throughout the series where I'm like, I need to justify why this isn't as good as it as I expected it to be based on the previous track record of Netflix. Now, when I look back and through that lens, I'm like, okay, this show works for what works. Um, the the same way I I, I also described it to Joe is this feels like a show that belongs on the CW. Right. This doesn't feel like a show. Really? And and I have nothing that there are some show that that belongs on the CW. Okay. I was going to say, say this is because what you got to know, first of all, if something's about superheroes, even if it's terrible, I will have a certain percentage of like fandom for it. So like, yeah, like what is it? Like heroes of tomorrow or whatever that terrible DC when it legends of tomorrow. Like it's a pretty bad show and I can watch it and enjoy it. I know I'm the same way and I like it, but I agree with Galan that if this was on the CW, I would judge it less and I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. But it's on Netflix and it's come after all. They of these already other have things. this track record. Of yeah, so I expect it. I mean, a lot more from it. I thought the ten seasons Man. of Smallville, so I can accept shitty right. like superhero <laughs> TV shows, but that that have like it's, these oh, moments oh, of just Rhonda got knocked out again. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. She said <laughs> more. Con- she said more concussions than Troy Aikman. Well, it's like, someone well, get this she, girl to retire, and she has slightly less than uh, than Giles did on Buffy because he was always getting knocked out. But it's like. <laughs> There, there's certain contexts, and I'm like, I can accept that. But like, like JoJo said, if it's on Netflix based on the track record, I have a slightly right. higher. No, again, different discussion. But it's like I think Luke, the second half of Luke Cage was was weak, and it's it was oh, kind of a, it was it. kind of a uh, to me it was an indication of like Netflix, and, and it kind of happens. There's but there there are weak moments in any any even the best of TV shows. There are moments you're just like that doesn't fit with the. We got to come back to that yeah. sure. after we talk about this because yeah, totally. I but, but anyway, so so we yeah, got away from the saying, chronology yeah, for a second. Yeah, right. so it's but anyway. he comes back to reclaim his company kind yeah. of, and, and, and eventually like so um, Trinity or uh, Carry on Trinity's Moss? in it, which yeah. which we previously we saw so, her previously in Jerry Hogarth. Yeah, yeah. She, she plays Hogarth, character name, a lawyer named Hogarth. And she all she comes in. She's like by, Iron Fist. By the way, she's awesome. Luke Cage. I she think she might have been in Luke Cage for just a moment, but she for was mostly in season two that I'm thinking of. She's mainly in Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yeah. She, but she's had, so she's kind of one of those consistent characters. She's, across she's like Claire, but, the, yeah, AKA yeah. night nurse. But, not but really. She, she's, but, right. I know. Yeah. Carrie on Moss plays, she does an, an awesome job. Like she has a deadpan about her, like just a yeah. matter of fact that I'm, it's, it's very refreshing in that universe. But you know, like she, so she, she's okay. She said the, the funny thing was from Jessica Jones, 
I, I ended up like she's kind of more like portrayed as a heartless character that yeah. I ended up not liking. She's yeah. she's almost more sure. of an antagonizing character in right. Jessica Jones. Yeah. Then she shows up in this and she's supposed to be like she's more of a like a sympathetic a, character. Yeah. But because she's sympathetic because like Danny's dad gave her her first job and right. so like that's how she, she got started in, in yeah. law. So right. she's like plus she also let's not let's not you know. Del- Forget about the fact that she says she'll help Danny. If he is Danny Rand, which she is like, okay, I think you are. She says that if you get the company, you have me on retainer. You have my yeah, company. Yeah, my so it's not totally yeah, there's, there's money for involved the feelings. But yeah. So, so but the, the whole thing is like Danny's having struggling and it's it's looking hopeless, and all of a sudden Joy Meacham comes in and like gives something that happens to have a fingerprint that legitimizes Danny, you know, and so. Danny gets reinstated as fifty one percent. Like he gets that his money. drama gets settled yeah, and, and, pretty you know, early. That's like that was episode three or four. Yeah, it's like yeah, somewhere yeah. Pr- pretty early. And so like they set up like Joy, like the the is has a soft spot. They they present Faramir's daughter. Yep, they have Ward, which again awesome actor. Like he's kind of always been the Faramir's dick. son. <laughs> and you know Danny's like you know you're always a dick to me. You kick me in the balls and blah blah blah. And it's like and Ward's like it's because I hate you for yep. no reason. Ward right. tries to have him killed or whatever. Like sends goons to basically like shoot it, him and at this point he is working essentially as an agent of his dead father that no one yep. else in the world right. knows is alive so so Harold yeah. is it Harold yeah Harold. Okay, I'm gonna keep asking you that a million times behind <laughs> the scenes is acting as a puppet master to guide the company of Rand's future right. um, for his his own purposes which we find out are somewhat guided by his a deal that he made with, with the hand, the hand right, who Gow. when several years ago, when Harold was dying of cancer, Madam Gal shows up and says, Hey, we can, we can keep you alive. Um, but, but the, the deal you have to make with us is that essentially we can infiltrate you're, your yeah, company. You're going to be our bitch. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. So the deal so, that they by, make by with the him, way, you mentioned my, Madam Gal, yep. we know from daredevil, daredevil and, yep. Maybe was she in the no, she was in Dare, she was in, she was she only was in, in Daredevil, Daredevil, but she made she was mainly in season one and then she came back briefly in season two. But I believe. one of the highlights because of, of Iron Fist, holy shit, Gal! Really? Is... Okay, there's my question for you, for Madam Gal. Have you ever seen a picture of her standing right next to Jackie Chan? No. If you haven't, check it out because it's crazy. Wow, that, that's that's funny. But yeah, I, I really like I really like that character, Madam Gal. But yeah, so yes. essentially, like you find out that also. Uh, that, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but isn't it in Daredevil when? Is it Daredevil that tries to fight her, and she—that's when she just unleashes yes. the massive amount of chi on him, yeah, and so blows she, him back she, and says, "You are not the one to take me down." She that, says, pa- "She palpatines him." Yeah, to Daredevil. Or, yeah, well, and she, she also does that to Danny. Yeah, so you find out. So you find out that a, a I'm getting getting ahead of it, but you find out that Madame Gal was like alive in the 17th or 18th century. Yeah, a long. She time. has the ability to project at least project her chi, if not some other weird ability. I, right. I, I haven't like. Yeah, Marvel. she seems to be way more powerful than what we may we see most of the time. Right. I haven't Marvel wikied her to see like what either. she is. Or so it's like she, something. but but she's significant in this. Um, you know, it, it was is is interesting. She's kind of pulling the strings, so she's. She's shown to be um, like high up in the hands organization, so you know you have the motivation of. It, so if you're following along, we're kind of jumping all around, but it's like there's a lot of moving parts in Iron Fist. There's a lot of, you know, it's 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 almost like you have three little seasons. In, yeah. in Iron Fist that make up the full 13 episodes. Yeah. You've got yeah. you've got Danny coming back to reclaim his company. Season but, 1. Uh-huh. Which which he yeah. really which to yeah. be honest, you find out later he didn't come back to reclaim his company. He came back to find out who killed his parents. Right. And and reclaiming his company was like 
he felt a necessity in order to find out who killed his parents. Well, because you need right. billions of dollars in order to Obviously. find out. I mean, if we've learned nothing, the moral of the story is you need billions of dollars to do anything in this world. There so, you go. And, and in his little adventures, he finds a little yep. girlfriend. Yeah, Colleen Wing, who Colleen. in the comics is super badass. But but she's... She's, she's pretty badass she, in the show, well, too. she is, too. But she's played by an actress named Jessica Henwick, I believe, who yep. is... Her other fame, so she's a triple nerd. Triple nerd. So she's in Game of Thrones. She plays one of the Sand Snakes. Does she? Or, yeah, she's one of the, oh, the, the three right. Sand Snakes. Yeah. But in addition, and this one is was crazier to me to find out. And so she was also in The Force Awakens. So when they're attacking really? Starkiller Base, yeah, and they're failing, like the X Wings are failing. She's yeah. like, whatever it is, this isn't working. She, That's, she's she's an X Wing pilot. Yeah, oh, and, and, and she survives. Pretty cool. So she is in she is in Star Wars as well. What are they? Are they Red Squadron in that? Are they Rogue Squadron or what? No, I think they're, also, they're Red Squadron because also, Red Five gets blown. Like yeah. the the Asian Porkins gets blown up so that Luke can have a place in. Oh, the Asian <laughs> Porkins. That made me sad. Also, that the, made me uh, sad. You know what? A lot of sumo culture in the X Wing uh, uh, flight wing. Man. Mad mad respect. But yeah. there is also uh, uh, Rip, Rip in Game of Thrones the Daenerys's. Uh, like right hand woman that has the big afro. Yes, she was also in Force Awakens as a was pilot. She? I believe so. Oh, I'll have to check that out. So awesome. there's a little bit of Game of Thrones, Force Awakens. Uh, but no one's over there. No one's yeah. better than in Game of Thrones than Melisandre. Only for a handful of scenes. The important really? ones. Yeah. Wow. Okay, no. I see what you're saying. Well, that's moving weird. on. No. So so uh, well, he moving on. So put, put a hashtag moving on. No. Yeah. Put no. A, <laughs> No. Moving on. No, no, that's that will not, not be, be the hashtag. All right, sorry guys, that's not going to be the hashtag. So no. he reclaims his company. <laughs> I just shot that down. He reclaims on. the company, and then he finds out. Well, he's always known he was Iron Fist defender of Kunlun. Kunlun, sworn and, and enemy of the sworn hand. enemy of the hand. So then he wants to eradicate the hand and Gal. So yep. he does battle with them. And then when he is and, able, and, but basically oh, when does battle with them, but it's like any mention of the hand, <laughs> like. Like he goes rushing off, and so this is gonna take us three hours. I know. I'm trying. I was trying to streamline, but it's like. But but here's the thing: is like, so he's he's a martial arts master, and one of my biggest complaints is like Daredevil, who's like a boxing master. Like the the stunt work in that it makes. The, the stunt work in Iron Fist look like a, a C movie. So I'm going to get back to that, but I'll, I'll sum up this whole series for us in okay. one sentence. Okay, okay. do it. Affluent, I, I'm shutting up. Affluent white man comes back from Asia with skills stolen from people, reclaims company, mansplains to Asian woman oh, how I'm, to I'm fight. I'm getting tired head already. <laughs> you said mansplains. That hurt me. But anyways, continue. Puts old Asian woman in jail, mm-hmm. finds out real enemy is other white man, doesn't believe it, doesn't believe it, doesn't believe it, and then finally, through help of his friends, reclaims company. And then leaves. Well, by the way... So that is a joke sentence, but that's roughly what happened. By the way, while seemingly... I did that because I was trying to poke at both Galan and John. Oh. It worked. By the way, though, <laughs> but, but why, by the way, he does this by... Seemingly denying the true purpose of the Iron Hand, yes. by the way. Yes. <laughs> Dude, why are you making me hate this? I enjoyed <laughs> it, but you're making a lot of good points. Galan is right, though, about the stunt work. Um, I agree. So, so if you go to Daredevil, each one of the Daredevil seasons, and I've seen, they, they've tried to do this in several of the Marvel seasons, where they'll have one action sequence that yeah. is a super long shot that's amazing. Yeah. They um, did it in Luke Cage, too, with the when he goes in and gets the money back in from Cottonmouth. Yep, yep was, from co- where the councilwoman's base is. Yeah, and it was tailored the, towards Luke Cage's power of his strength. And I like that Daredevil's was based off his... Uh, kind his of martial, martial arts. arts yeah. yeah. So, like, and, and those sequences... Sequences were highlights in all of those series, and yeah, if you look at those versus 
Iron Fist, I can see. There's no contest. But I didn't think that fighting an Iron Fist was as cheesy as like most of the flack it's getting online. Someone someone on Reddit posted it, and there's, there's a 36-second scene where he fights some dude in like the hospital records. Yeah. 56 cuts in like 30-something, yeah. or 32 seconds. Wow. It's either 52 and 36 or 56 and 32 seconds. Definitely different. And so, it, it, but, it, but the whole thing is like, Iron Fist is a martial arts master, so he should be yes. able to fight circles around daredevil and like and i from an ability standpoint yeah. like from a martial arts standpoint but it's like you look at daredevil and it's a badass and so finn jones has come well, out i mean frank miller wrote daredevil for a long stance but so, I mean. finn jones has come out and said basically that he had three weeks to prepare which joe mentioned earlier and that he would get he would get prepped for fight scenes 15 minutes before filming because it's like they rush production to get it out as quickly as possible and he simply didn't have enough time and didn't take enough time once he got the role to prepare which I'm not an actor. I've, I can only imagine how hard it is to prepare for a role, right. let alone prepare for a role where you have to like physically fight as as a master. I can forgive that. So the whole thing is, it sounds like I'm detracting. I enjoyed the series. I, you know, it's it, it, even for the the bad. Like some of the dialogue is just bad. Like the writing is super clunky. I'll give you an example. Really? Yeah, I'll give you an example. When Danny Danny Rand is trying to talk <laughs> from, to Joy from Cunlan. Cunlan. Kunlun, Kunlun, I am the Iron Fist. I am the Iron Fist. I feel like he's always trying to defend. Like, no, it's like guys, every time he says that, it's like guys. someone just told him. <laughs> it's like, no, you're not there. I, but I am. Look, it's glowing. No, sometimes it's glowing. <laughs> Other times, okay, it's not my working right now. She is depleted. I have to rotate my wrist. It's like one of those energy flashlights. I have to rotate my wrist, and then it'll glow. He no. basically has a power meter that has to be filled up before his hand can glow. I know. Okay. But no, by the he... way, when his hand glows, all he really uses it for is to break doors and glass. I know. It, uh... I mean, there's not even a. F- Never mind. I'm not going to say that. In the comics, he does so much more. Anyways, when he's talking to Joy and he's trying to reason with her one on one, she says, I'm texting my driver. By and breaking he... into her apartment. Right, right, right. She says, I'm texting my driver, and you better be gone when he's here. Because if you're not. He's not also my driver. He's my bodyguard. And you'll be in trouble. Big trouble. I'm like, you could have summed that up by saying, hey, my bodyguard's coming to kick your ass. Like, why, why go through this whole convoluted dialogue? That, that makes no sense. Like, you know, that's super clunky. And it so, just feels weird no matter who They did it. make her seem kind of like an idiot that we're supposed to buy into. Like, yeah. like <laughs> she runs like but, a multi-billion dollar corporation. The whole thing, though, so the one thing that, that gets me is is they build up Joy's. Like, she has a soft spot for Danny. It's even stated. Sometimes. Well, but, yeah. but it's stated yeah, yeah, that yeah. she overall has a soft spot. Yeah, it's and true. Then, and then what, what gets me is I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. So it's like at the end of it, they're like. So I, I, let me jump back before I jump ahead. We can so, hit hot topics. Now. Yeah, cool we we hit, yeah. I feel like yeah. I don't know. So like, the, Danny talks about his friend from heaven, Davos, who's like you Davos. know basically like his partner in crime up there, like their best buddies, Which and they get into trouble. Introduced episode yeah. ten or eleven or yeah, something. Like, really up, late. He ends up saving Danny like from because it's like you find out that Connie is part of the hand, but like the hand that she's Colleen. a part of. Colleen. Colleen. Oh, sorry. That it's uh, the that, daughter of the dragon. That she is part of uh, the, the, hand. Uh, the hand that's but it's a different. faction of the hand. That, that's the, like the hand proper, and Madame Gao's part of the hand is like a subset of the hand that's like. She makes it sound things. like like Madame Gao is running the extreme part of a religion, and like she's the evil part, part. And she's part of the more like what you expect of the religion. And so, to like be she tries kind to, of a thing. She tries right. to recruit Danny, and then you find out that like the hand that she's a part of is not quite as honest as she like, thinks it is. Right, and they try to kill her. Yeah, so it's like. She ends up, you know, like 
she and Danny have like this falling out, and then two episodes later, like they're hugging in the rain. Spider Man one, all you know, like Ugh. it's. This isn't glowing and everything. Yeah, like no, he, he's just, like yeah, he, yeah. You know, she's around him, and it's like he takes a vow of chastity, but has no problem like dropping trout to like get it on with her. Well, and, I mean, he had a fifteen year vow of chastity. Well, but if you're a monk, if you hey, if you follow D and D rules and you take a vow of chastity, I just like triple, quadruple murder uh, yeah. myself. Yeah. Then it's like you can't just be like, oh, but yeah. hot chick wants to bang me, so yeah. I'm just gonna like yeah, drop left my cun lun, so every yeah. all bets are off. You see, like Danny's not the most principled of Iron Fist. No, but but like, but he's like their most promising student. But then he gets here, and it's like you know you know he grew up as a monk that's not talking about uh, material possessions. But then it's like he has a fleet of Aston Martins that makes James Bond jealous. Yeah. Always throwing her out like, oh yeah, I'm a billionaire. It's like, uh, about your building. Well, he's, yeah, he says he's a billionaire, <laughs> but like, to, to me, it's like a very immature sort of idea of like, 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 once again, it shows like his naivety or whatever. Cause like, yeah. he doesn't even, I don't think he really fully understands what that means. He I doesn't just, really utilize it the way that an I just, adult would. I just realized my issue with the, with the whole series is I have an issue with Iron Fist. I have an issue with Danny Randall, like all the other characters. <laughs> That's fair. I liked, the character of Danny Rand in the comics. I'll say that I've got two points, maybe three points, and then I'll be done. Sorry. Uh, total. I don't have to say them all at once. <laughs> one, one. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. That. No, I like him in the comics. I didn't quite like him in the series, and I wonder if maybe Marvel could have taken the opportunity to possibly change the race of the character. And I know that's a different conversation that people can get into. I only say this because are you going to start throwing terms like mansplain at us again? Well, okay. The only reason I, the only reason I said mansplaining is because when he goes to Colleen's dojo and she's fighting him, he, as Finn Jones, very clunkily moves away from her and is like, Oh, you have to do martial arts like this. And then he can't actually properly do it. And I went, all right, just stop. It would have been better if they had just scrapped that scene or at least just had him dodge her and then move on. Like, you know what I mean? I just felt like unless you're going to have somebody look flawless doing the martial arts moves, then it's going to come off looking like he's just mansplaining. Sure. But I just, I feel like, I don't know. I felt like I wasn't as invested in him as I was supposed to be. And I didn't know if some of that was race or whatever, but being somebody that has a black belt in Tai Chi and humble brag, Humble brag. But, Put that music but in there. I would not, <laughs> bum, 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 but bum, yeah, <laughs> but I would not consider myself someone who does Tai Chi flawlessly. Like I do it very clunkily at times and I have to work very hard. What do you, what do, you do with a black belt in Tai Chi? You do what I'm doing. You do a podcast for dads. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but I practice hard to just make it. And, and I don't even try and do it for anybody other than myself. And it's a meditation thing, but I still know that I look clunky doing it. And I just felt like, Anything that has Tai Chi in it, like Keanu Reeves has a movie, Man of Tai Chi. I love that because it shows what I do. And I love that there's a good spotlight on those moves because it's so fascinating to me that Tai Chi is meditation. And then it's also a martial application. Like Tai Chi was invented by the commoners who weren't allowed to do Kung Fu, but wanted a way to defend themselves against the Imperials. So they did Tai Chi. So it looked like they were meditating, but they knew that it had a martial application that they could use to defend themselves. And it felt like when he was doing Tai Chi, he was kind of just what they say in dancing, like marking, like, uh, I'm supposed to go here and I'm supposed to go here and here's the moves. I did tell Galan, there's a scene where he's doing all the moves and I went, okay, now it looks like he's actually doing them and it's kind of cool because I've done all those forms, but not in that order. 
And then what did you say? Going I'm on? like, man, if you had done them in the order, you missed out on your opportunity to be the iron fist and right. unlock your potential. <laughs> I mean, but so yeah. I mean, I guess to kind of summarize, like I like I enjoyed it. Like there are aspects of it. Unfortunately, part yeah. of those most of those are around the main character. But it's like right. I like the you know the the calling wing fights were all good, except for like where she beats up two like two like big old huge dudes that have would have just destroyed like the hundred and twenty pound. Anyway. Like most of her fight scenes were good. Like they gave her some of the yep. focus. There was a fight scene where he fights someone that does drunken, drunken Kung, or drunken master. Oh, that, that, was that was a pretty cool scene. That was really agree. good. That was I a really pretty cool like scene. That. You know, there there were some scenes that were they were done in the dark where they could use a stunt person and the martial yeah. arts was a lot smoother. Yeah, but it's you know like ultimately I feel like it was just a big setup for the I agree. The, the defenders, the defenders. Yeah. and like yeah. the defenders fighting the hand. Um, you know, I, it's almost one of those where it's like I think if they had com- compacted it into six six episodes, six or yeah. seven, it would have been a much stronger series. I agree, but you know, it, it's it's and again, it's I enjoy some of the CW shows. Yeah, me you too. know, but it, it, it's to me, it's it's the worst of the of the Marvel, and we can sit here and we could we could tear it apart and we can make a four hour episode about yeah. talking about Iron Fist and the different characters and what they did and the flaws and what we liked. But ultimately, I, I think if you're going in with a really high expectation, you're going to be disappointed. If you go in sure. as a fan of Marvel, you're going to enjoy what it adds to the universe. And if you Absolutely. go in as a neutral, yeah. you know, just as a as a TV person, you're probably going to walk away saying there are some things that are not good about this, and there are some things that are. And ultimately, I think the the good outweighs the bad. I, I would rate it at like a six out of ten, maybe a five and a half out of ten, but more on the positive hmm. than the negative. I'd give it a seven out of ten. Yeah. I, I think maybe the weakest of the Marvel series so far on Netflix, but like I said, it's still a seven out of ten. I really enjoyed it. I think uh, I think a slightly weaker Marvel series is better than no Marvel series. And if no, Netflix wants that. to give me three Marvel series or four Marvel series a year, that's awesome, dude. They don't yeah, all yeah. have to no, be I, like I, home I, runs <laughs> to me. I agree. So hopefully, but, Finn Jones, yeah. knowing that you can, besides the Defenders, which is already wrapped up. Like if also, Punisher's supposed to be out this yep, year. If they're gonna have a, def- yes. if they're gonna have an Iron Fist too, hopefully he'll be like, okay, I have a year or Which six months or do. whatever. I have this amount of time to train, and then he yeah. comes out showing. I mean, because Charlie Cox does a great job when he's yeah. actually on screen. Yeah, as I don't know who Charlie Cox. He, he's, he's the guy that plays Daredevil. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's sure. like he does a great job of, of doing. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like now. Granted, the Daredevil has the advantage of having a mask, but eventually Iron Fist has a mask. Yes, he does. If you go with the traditional costume, which yep. they pretty much have in the Marvel. Yeah. Universe, or at least in the Netflix universe. Similar, yeah. So hopefully, you know, like, even if Finn Jones can't, they get someone who can, he'll move on to wearing the proper Iron Fist mask. Because right. they showed, there was footage that they showed of an old Iron of Fist an old that, Iron Fist that, that had, had the mask. Yeah, so it's that like, was pretty cool. Maybe too. they say, he looked okay. looked like the Dread Pirate Robert. Okay, <laughs> okay, dude, you're like, you're not that great. Let's bring in, you're, we're going to introduce this mask and, right. you Whatever. know. Like you said, if he really didn't have time to prepare, he'd yeah. maybe get a lot I, better. And, and I can forgive more of the action scenes with that in mind. Sure. I mean, I, I would like to think that Netflix would be more responsible. Right. So, you know, <laughs> with shame on you, Netflix. Yeah. The yeah. Detox podcast thinks you're not responsible. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the hosts. Take that. Yeah. yeah take that. So, <laughs> you know, check out, check out Iron Fist. It's on Netflix. You know, it's. We'd it's love part, to hear what you think. Yeah. Like, honestly. Definitely. Yeah. You know, send us an email. Wait, it's, wait. You know, you said six out, five six and, out of half, five and a half, five and a half, six. Okay, I said seven. What do you think, Joe? I gave it a four out of ten. Four out of ten. That, right. That's, that's right. fair. Yeah, and if you want to go to uh, Reddit.com, you know, like the subreddit Marvel or subreddit Television, read about the Iron Fist things, and you will find just about everyone trashing it. Yeah, see, I, dude, I think that's kind of ridiculous. I'm like, how high were people's it's, expectations? It's, I'll, I'll, tell very, you, I'll tell you what, very though. High. I, I do like that we live in a world where we have enough, like, 
nerd content out there, at least from a comic book standpoint, that we can have this conversation. Because, you know, sure. 20 years or so ago, it's like, Ang Lee's doing Hulk! Yay! Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that Hulk sucked. But man, look at the Hulk we get for bits right. and pieces in the two Avengers. Right. Oh, yeah, like, like, being, ago, being a comic nerd, or being a nerd in general, like, is this is the golden age of, yeah. of being a nerd for so, Hollywood movies. So I will, I will take the fact that Iron Fist isn't the best, knowing it is far better than anything that used to come. Yes. And or to, to me, that, far, oh, sorry. Or to me, far better than no Iron Fist. Yeah. True. Because Marvel does a series in the comics called Shadowlands where all of these characters are involved and the hand is involved and Daredevil becomes the leader of the hand and turns evil. And right. it is one of the best series I've ever read. So oh, wow. I hope that they build towards that or some semblance of that. One of those things to check out, maybe. Maybe so. We're not there. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and talk more about television. Maybe something along the lines of like good shows gone bad or our favorite shows or who knows what. Because you know we could do that as a uh, bonus segment. We could. We're gonna talk about that and we'll be back. Wait, wait, wait. Are we gonna do it as a bonus segment? I don't know. Let's just do it as a bonus segment, guys. Sure. We're gonna be back and we're gonna be back with Ask the Dad. So okay. tune Ask in for that. All right, guys, we just finished talking about the details of our new Iron Fist podcast that we're going to have to start to cover all of the crazy <laughs> things in season one of Iron Fist. But we're back for America's favorite segment, Ask the Dads, because we know all of you are on the edges of your seats waiting to hear the amazing wisdom that are going to come, that's going to come out of Joe and Galan uh, when I ask them these submitted questions. You have known me long enough to know that anything I say, there's no amazing wisdom in that. And you've known me long enough to know that there is always amazing wisdom that comes out yeah, of Yeah, so it like, balances out. <laughs> it balances out. Galan is like, Danny Rand, defender of Gunland. <laughs> Joe is more like Madam Gal. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Madam Joe. Ma- yes! <laughs> hashtag Madam Joe. Wow, that's going to get so warped. Oh, that's it. my favorite one so far. <laughs> All right. So, guys, in preparation of asking you this anonymously submitted dad question, all right, I want to ask you this. On a scale of 1 to 10, all right, 1 being I should be shot for suggesting these baby names, all right, and 10 being like you're going to go out of your way to have an extra child of the proper gender just so you can use this baby name. I want you to list these baby names, all right? Okay. All right, I want you to rate them. The first one is a boy's name, okay? Max, that's, that's short for maximum. All right, middle name Perineum. Max Perineum. Whoa. Whoa. Like like the like the The Perineum is the taint. Okay, well that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So Max Perineum. His, his, his name is Max Taint. Yeah, Max <laughs> Perineum Aldaco or whatever. Uh what well, he's a, he will, his initials would be MPA. Uh-huh. So one to ten. Three? You give it a three? Yeah. That's a str- that's a strong rating. Two. I'm not going to quite shoot you, but... <laughs> but there's no way. Right. There's no, no way you'd have I a kid named Max you, I want to hit you again like, in I the might, region that will prevent you like from I having might, kids. Like, I might push you into traffic. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Not well, you. okay, so you guys, the dads didn't really like... Three was higher than I thought I was going to get on this. So that's about average 2.5 from the dads. Um, so, okay, maybe I'll do better with this girl's name. Uh, Dolores, first name. That's Now, that's kind of old school, but we're going to go with Dolores... Middle name, Corn Nut Farts. <laughs> Dolores Corn Nut Farts. 
Let's start with Joe this time on a scale from one to ten. Dolores Cornut farts. One. It's a one. I should be shot for that one. Galan. Dolores Cornut farts. One to ten. Oh, come on, Galan. I have to go. I have to go. I have to go with a one. And but here's why: not because of the because of the cornut farts. Harry Potter, Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. So because of my association with that character, who's one of the the most vile literary characters ever. Yes. I hate the name Dolores. So sorry if you're married to someone or named your kid named Dolores. I automatically hate that name. Does it make any difference to you guys if the middle name has two hyphens? (laughs) Does that change your rating at all? No. Wow. So we got an average. Can I give you a negative one? Wow, an average one on that on that girl's I'm gonna, name. On the way home, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop and get some corn nuts just so I can corn nut fart you in the car <laughs> on the way home. Well, guys, it's a good. I'm not a dad, and it's a good thing because clearly I can't come up with good kids' names. But when you find out you're having a kid, one of the major challenges you have to face first as a dad or as a couple has to be figuring out what name you're going to give your child. Would you agree with that statement? Oh, yes. Especially when you're married to someone like I am who has a very different idea of what name should be. Uh, Same here. Really? uh, So that's very interesting. So you guys did not really see eye to eye on most of the baby names? No. No. So that's my question. This is the ask the dad's question. How did you go about choosing your baby names? Uh, I'll go first. Go for it, man. So, uh, for Sylvie, it was really interesting because I liked a lot of the more trendy or gender neutral names or whatever. Like, um, that doesn't like, surprise me. Well, like, like, yeah, I know it doesn't surprise you. You didn't but, want to mansplain to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love saying that phrase dude. just to see Galan's reaction. Oh yeah, dude. But oh. no, I like names like. Like Parker, for instance, that's one of the names I had on my list because I thought it was Parker! cute and fun and oh. and whatever. And Amanda's like, I hate that name. I hate. And, but she she liked names that were more, I guess, classic. Okay. Like um, like uh, B and Pearl. No, I'm trying to Just think get, of one. Con- um, confession: My name, instead of being Galan or Eddie Galan, was supposed to be Christopher Michael. That's what, my, that's, a, that's what my mom wanted. Wow. And my dad overruled her. Wow. So I was supposed to have a very traditional classic name. Oh, interesting. And, and instead, I'm stuck with what I have now. I mean, I love you, mom. No, no. But what, uh, what you're stuck with now is good because it's unique. It yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Except in high school when I went by Eddie. That wasn't unique at all. I'm trying wow. to remember. I think, Amanda, uh, I know Wendy was a name that I came around to, but that was that's not it. I, well, her middle name is Samantha. And. Okay. Or no, no, it's not. Oh my god, that I was, was like, the, oh, I was like, oh, no, it's not. Dad fell. No, it's not. no, dad fell. Shit. It's Elizabeth, and it's named after like that middle name is there to, in honor of Amanda's grandma who passed away oh, okay. the year that um, that in 2014. And so, but it's along the same lines as Elizabeth, like names like that that are more classic and traditional girls' names. Yeah, Amanda liked those, and I went, I hate those. So we kept. Having names and saying no, 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 no. Samantha was one of the names that we came down to. It was Samantha, Sylvia, and I forget the other one. Were you guys pretty cool with like vetoing? Like if you were like, no, it can't yeah. be that. And then she's like, okay, let's move on to the next one. Yes. And if you were like, no. Or because the like, way no. we felt was if somebody was viscerally opposed to it, then then it was off the table. Okay, that's cool. So that's what we did. We kind of had our list. We came together and then we kept coming back and forth and back and forth. And then finally we came to Sylvia, Samantha, and, and another one, I think. And then we just... Our strategy was we want to wait until she's born, see what we feel be- name best fits her, and then we'll go with that. And that's what we wanted to do. Um, and so when I saw her, 
And Amanda Sar, we went, she's a Sylvie. She's not a Samantha or whatever else. She's a Sylvie. And it fits her perfectly. But um, but yeah, it took it took a while. It took a while. Because you have to think, you're naming a human, and they're right. stuck with that name mm-hmm. unless they go through you know legal channels to change it, which is a pain. So. Do you feel like that would be a dad fill if, if Sylvie was like, man, I can't wait till I'm 18 and I'm changing my name? Uh, yeah, I would. I would yeah. feel like, you know, I worked hard to give you a name that you'd be proud of, and now I feel like you don't like it. So It has no hyphens in your middle name. Right. Yeah, I hear <laughs> you're you. are not corn nut farts. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Yeah, that's me. So, Galan, what about you and your wife when you were trying to decide on Ellie's name? So, I think Teresa likes more of the traditional names, too. Whereas, like, she says that I, I just liked bitch names. That's exactly oh, yeah, how she phrased it. So, it's like, I, I tend to, like, like I think names like Bailey or whatever. I thought that was kind of a cute name. Like, I, I don't remember all the ones I suggested. But, basically, Teresa's always like, you like names like lauren and bailey and holly and julie and like all these different names of like and i'm like well i've pretty much known bitches with all those names but it's like <laughs> like she we just had a, we were there was no middle ground like i would be like here's a neutral name she's like no like we <laughs> we had no agreement this is before we even were having like we were trying to decide like we knew we were gonna have a kid one day and we watched up and when you you find out, of course, one of the most heartbreaking open openings of any movie, and you find out that the the wife's name was Ellie, and so after the movie, I'm like, "What do you think of the name Ellie?" And she, and you know, and it's, she was like, "Yeah, I like that name." And I'm like, "Holy shit, we agree." It's like oh, the really? red. So she just quit she's while we're named ahead. after the dead wife and up. Yep. I so, love but, that but, movie, but, right? but here's so, so here's the interesting yeah. thing about with her name. So we. we we realized that you know if we only have one name, like my dad, I'm named after my dad, and so I wanted we wanted to honor that. And it's like to, to a certain extent, her her dad or her brother was named after her dad, and her nephew is named after her brother. They share a first name. Um, and so I'm like, okay, well we need to figure out like a middle name that starts with G. But it's like there's not a, so for me like when I'm when I'm thinking of a kid's name, I need the first name and last name to work, and I need the first middle last name. And I need the middle. As I go by my middle name, I need the middle and last name to work. So there has to be a synergy between the names. Sure. There's not very many G names that work with Ellie Aldaco. And so we basically came up with Grace. So like my kid's name is Ellie Grace Aldaco, but it works because I'm not Edward, I'm Eddie. And so Ellie's not Eleanor or whatever other possible names of her. She's Ellie and it's E-L-L and E-D-D. So there's a, there's a, a poetry there. I'm using a George Lucas term. And then with Grace being... We're talking about the Joseph yeah, Campbell uh, yeah, the, the, <laughs> hero's journey here. The Grace with you know five names, Galan, or five letters, Galan is five letters, EGA. So it's like she, she hey, is... By the way, George Lucas came up with the Gungans, so screw that guy. Yeah, yeah indeed. Um, so it's like, so she's she's still able to... We were still able to say she's named after my dad because she's named after me. The the name followed, and that was the only name like that we agreed on. That was the only middle name we agreed on because it was the only one that really worked. And it's like if we have another one, we've decided the first name is Lily. If we were to have another daughter, like we agree with that, which is kind of funny because that's my paternal grandmother's name, and I'm I don't re- I don't have any memories of her. And um, apparently, that's she's not the most pleasant of individuals. Um, but it's but it's like the middle name has nothing to do with her, or like the the name Lily has nothing to do with her. Uh, we haven't decided on a middle name, and then if there, it's a boy, it's going to be named after me. So there would be a there would be an E three. Got you. So yeah, Got it's you. uh it's very interesting because even on boys' names, like we don't agree. I don't even know boys' names I like, which like we we never even talked about them because we just agreed it would be Eddie Eddie G. You know, 
the like the third. Yeah. Sorry. Like yeah, like Kenny G the third. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's gonna be Kenny G Aldaco the third. It's just it, it's good that we somehow agreed on Lily as well because it, it's like why should I change my name? He's the one that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So there you go. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, I think that basically, so so basically, like most of our detox podcasts, ask the dads uh, advice. I I feel like the big takeaways here, are like just work with your partner and figure out what's working yeah, what's can, best can for you guys. Yeah. But no, I think a good thing, a good thing is taking it. It's like have a certain number of vetoes where it's like you can just certain outright number of vetoes. Yeah, like, you like, can just okay, veto guys, a name. We all start with four veto vetoes, right. yeah. and then like then your wife says something, you're like, I've already used all mine. Has yep. to be that. You got to be strategic about it. Okay, that's that's like that's it. what worked for for Teresa. We we quickly used up each other's vetoes, and we're like, oh, we're screwed. We had unlimited vetoes, and then when we got to name, we we were like, eh, I don't really hate that. Then we just left it and cool. moved on. It's, it's okay, nice. So, all right, well, fair enough, guys. Let's move on to America's favorite segment, dad jokes. Wait, I thought Ask the Dads was America's favorite segment. It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I'm going to go first because I have one, and this comes courtesy of my four-year-old. Okay. What kind of plants does the Easter Bunny have in its garden? I don't know. What? Eggplants. Uh, Makes sense. Makes sense. I I have no idea where she got it, but I'm like, okay, that works. I got one for you guys. Go for Um, it. Did you hear about that kidnapping at a local school this week? (laughs) No. Wow. Uh, Everything ended up okay. The kid woke up. <laughs> wow! I didn't think we would get Galan's laugh this episode. Yeah. Oh no, you did already before. Did I forget we? it was a second ago. I, forget oh, I must what have was fell said. asleep. I thought we were watching Iron Fist. Dude, episode. it was. <laughs> I almost passed out. I forget what it. I forget what, what it was. Anyone else have another one? I got a couple more. Go uh, for it. I don't have any more. I've got one. What's a bunny's favorite style of music? Hip hop. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Uh, guys, how does a cow smell? I don't know how. With her nose. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of these, a lot of dad jokes, besides searching for them, go buy anything of Laffy Taffy. Oh, yeah, a single oh, thing of Laffy Taffy. That's where Daffy. I got the hip hop joke. That's a yeah, dad yeah, that, to that's it. totally a Laffy Taffy thing. <laughs> it was the, I think the laugh out loud was when he said corn nut farts. <laughs> yes. And yeah, it's I, like, uh, and I, I, yeah. I got one last one here to end up this segment. Uh, have you heard about that new movie, Constipation? No. It never came out. <laughs> oh. Well, you'd know about that, wouldn't you? I would know about that. I just <laughs> that recently good, had a bout of constipation. Oh, you done? I'm done, dude. The floodgates oh. have opened. <laughs> he broke the seal. I, I've never high-fived for a bout of diarrhea before. I almost, high-fi- I almost high-fived you just now for yeah. being free of that. Totally. All right. I hear, I hear an unhappy baby in the background. Yep. Yep. So maybe we'll come back and we'll uh, finish with things to check out, and then we'll take you out like we always do in true detox fashion. Sounds good. back with things to check out this is a segment where every episode we try to tell you things that we think that are cool that you should check out it can be dad related or not and in my case it's not necessarily dad related you may have heard the promo earlier this show but 
I think this week you should check out the Nerds with Words podcast. You can hit them up at twitter.com uh, slash nerdswithwords1. That's the numeral one. And this past week I listened to their newest, most recent episode about transhumanism, which was very interesting. They basically just talk about cool, nerdy subjects. It's two comedians from Pennsylvania, um, which, I mean, I got to tell you, I generally hate the Philadelphia Eagles being a Cowboys <laughs> fan, but these guys are all right with me, and I really enjoyed this podcast, so I'm going to be going and listening to a lot of their back catalog because it's right up my alley of like listening to weird, crazy things that I would listen to on like a podcast like last podcast on the left or like coast to coast AM with sure. art bell back in the day or things yeah. like that. You know, it's weird conspiracy or paranormal stuff or just interesting scientific topics that they talk about. So uh, nice. yeah, check it out. The nerds with words podcast. Nice. Um, so my thing to check out this week is uh, the everyday girl dad. He is a public figure on Facebook. He's given us a couple of shout outs on his page. You should go check thank him out. Thank you very much. Com. Yep. So sure. thank you for that. Everyday girl dad. So he is a dad who blo- has two girls and he blogs about his experiences raising two girls in today's society. He's from Canada and uh, he has very specific views. So you might agree with it or not agree with it, but either way, he's funny and you should definitely go check him out. He has, That's, Oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say along with that. Yeah. I think, I think every, Everyday Girl Dad and I would would just disagree on our worldviews quite a bit, but I still enjoy all of his posts. If that makes yeah. sense, so, yes, it does. So even yeah, even if you think like you you're like yeah, you you wouldn't agree with maybe what Everyday Girl Dad has to say on everything. I've really enjoyed all this stuff. Yeah, I just basically restated the same thing, but go check him out. It's, it's all okay. kind of echoing. Yeah, so he has a store uh, that you can actually buy T-shirts and other memorabilia from. Uh, directly on his Facebook page. Uh, fun, uh, some of his fun shirts say stuff like happy in my own masculinity. Another one is I'm a dad who cries when Bing Bong dies. Bing Bong, of course, Aww. from oh, that the great made me movie. sad all over again, Inside Out. Yes, Inside Out. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, he's got fun shirts that you can use to express how you feel, and uh, you should definitely go check that out. So, yeah, Everyday Girl Dad on Facebook.com. Thanks again for your support. Absolutely. I'm going to go way back and steal one of John's previous checkouts from a lifetime ago. And speaking of sci-fi and nerdy stuff, there's a movie out there called Primer. Oh, yeah. High it, five, it, it, man. Yeah, it's it's essentially, I recently watched it again and it still makes zero sense to me. Oh, but it's, I love it. There's, it's basically a, storm, a, a time travel story, but the time travel, there's a lot going on. You can find like sites where people have posted... Like their theories. Yeah, it's yeah. it's in, it's one of those that you're not going to get it the first time, and the second or third time you watch it, you're like, I still don't. I figured this out, but I still don't understand that. But it's a great watch. I think it was done for a few thousand dollars. Seven thousand bucks initially oh, wow. locally here yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. Shane Carruth is the filmmaker. He also yeah. subsequently has done uh, Upstream Color, which was another yeah. great movie. Okay. Um, yeah. So he's done it, some shorts and things. But. And, and I, I forget if it's on Netflix, but uh. I, I have find it, on, it track it yeah, down primer. track it down it's 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 really good it's hour and a half two hours long and it's going to be one of those if you have an inquisitive mind you're probably going to want to watch it rewatch it to see what you notice but, there's an XKCD comic that referenced it that was pretty oh, hilarious yeah it's 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 good and also a uh, bonus check out if you're in Texas especially the Dallas Fort Worth area um, check blood- out the detox podcaster <laughs> <laughs> um, no but, but there's a, a a beer company called Revolver that puts out blood and honey. Oh, that's and, what we uh, were enjoying. We were enjoying today. that at the beginning of this episode. It's a very delicious beer. Granberry, Texas. Yep. Seven seven percent alcohol. That's, that's a very and dad suggestion. Galan because drank both of his in ten minutes and then we started talking about Iron Fist. So Yeah, and then I was feeling really good at the beginning of this episode and now 
Well, back to normal. I, now I you got to run a 5K. You yeah, return to your to. self-loathing. <laughs> yeah, I return to my self-loathing. I went from happy Galan to normal Galan. Okay, all right. Well, those were some good suggestions, guys. Um, as we wrap up another fine episode of the Detox Podcast, yes, yes. how would you guys summarize your experience for today, starting with Joe? My experience for with today's show. Yeah, with today's show. I'm oh sure. man, I think it was great. I think we, you know, were able <laughs> I think to we really <laughs> out- nail this we whole podcast. Much, we pretty much kicked ass. I mean, if I have to say, I feel like I successfully lowered John's enjoyment of Iron Fist. So. Yep. Yep. I, I'd say Score. job well done. Yeah, awesome. Cool. What about you, Galan? Your final thoughts for today's episode? I enjoy that Joe lowered your expectations and your enjoyment <laughs> of Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah, you guys both. Did. Uh, you know what? I also enjoy Joe that you made life way more tedious and unenjoyable for me. I want to thank you for that. You know what, guys? I also want to say that I enjoy today's, in my opinion, uncontested hashtag hashtag Madam Joe for today's episode. Yeah, I think Can we go the, with that? I think that's yes. the vote, Madam Joe. Good, yeah. Madam Joe is good. If you don't get that, you need to watch, uh, listen to our segment, and go watch Iron Fist. Yes. Guys, let us know how you use TV with your children, what kind of boundaries you set up, what we were wrong on talking about that, um, as well as your own personal thoughts and ideas and critiques and what you enjoyed about Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix. You can also submit your dad jokes as well as thing, uh, not things to check out. We don't care about that. Yeah, we don't you want guys. Your we take care of that. Your ask the dad questions. You can submit those to us. You can get to all of that stuff. Uh, or submit all that stuff, find links to everything, our Facebook and, and all that stuff at uh, detoxpodcast.com. You can find our email address, all of that stuff. So we'd be really interested in hearing from yep. you guys. And actually, uh, so the, 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 the on that, there's also the link to our Patreon, which is where you'll be able to hear the bonus content we did. For the next couple of months, uh, just to, to get you guys, get, give you a taste of what's going on, we're going to lower the uh, the Patreon tier for listening to our bonus content to a couple bucks a month. Excellent idea. Two dollars a month, and you get all of our bonus content. Yep, all of our bonus segments. I'm jealous. Yep. There's a one from a few episodes ago we did, um, which was a 38 minute segment. We have one Hi. from this one. Sylvie's joined us for the podcast. She has, and I'm sure that that Joe's wife Amanda is probably curious about the whole Madam Joe thing. <laughs> <laughs> she she rolls her eyes and walks away. <coughs> I'm gonna choke and die. I- it was, you know what, you know what, Joe, <coughs> worth it, right? <laughs> I don't blame her for walking away. But yeah, anyway, yeah. so you can get to our Patreon yeah. at, at detoxpodcast.com. Cool. And uh, you know, so two bucks a month, even if it's just for one month, listen to all the episode, all the stuff, and and that's fine. Uh, but we'll probably run that for the next uh, quarter or so to the end of. To, to, to use business speak, the end of Q2. Okay, awesome. And guys, that support really helps us out. Thank you very much for those yep. people that have already supported. And uh, I'm still uh, choking. we love hearing feedback from yep. you guys. And, and everything that goes into that Patreon just helps us uh, yep. continue to do this podcast. Or at the very uh, least. Clearly, go check out our podcast. We're not getting independently wealthy. Yep. Go check out our, our Patreon. Right yep. And also, just or, or just continue to give us a hard time on Twitter. Especially yeah, uh, John too. at detoxpodcast.com. Levy all complaints there. Yes. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. You can also help us out uh, in a few free ways. Uh, A great way to do that is to find us on iTunes and rate us and review us. Uh, We would really appreciate that because it helps raise our visibility on iTunes. And we got a five-star review already. We got our first review, which is awesome. Oh, did we? Well, we got to read that next time. We do. All right, cool. And we'll gloat. On all those other podcasts <laughs> that have zero reviews, because well, we so we just judge the crap out of me for that. <laughs> wow, <clears throat> two year old like judgment like is, is burns yep. more, more than four year old judgment does. Holy crap! 
I think we really uh, did a solid episode. I'd like to give us all a pat on the back right now. I would too. You know what? I think I'm going to go five-star review our podcast <laughs> after this one. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. Hashtag Madam Joe. Hashtag be a better dad. And we will see you guys in two weeks. Fat dad.